Would you like to be happier? Would you like to have a stronger marriage? Would you enjoy having a better relationship with your children, your parents, your siblings, your friends, the people that you work with? Wouldn't we all? In a world where we have everything at our fingertips, have more wealth than can be imagined, and are protected by many devices, God has been replaced. People are experiencing loneliness, stress, depression, and a host of many other mental illnesses. The temperature of the world continues to rise as people try to figure out what to do about climate change. Crime continues to rise as people spread further and further apart to keep themselves from harm. What if the answer to all these concerns is God? Join me on this podcast as I journey through a passage that has shaped the life of my wife and me. Psalm 127. This passage holds the keys to what ails the world. I absolutely believe it. Join me in this podcast as we journey together talking about life, love, work, play, all of it, just to figure out if God is really the most important thing in our lives. Welcome to Unless the Lord, where we will be discussing some really fun things today. I'm your host, Alan Getty, and just would love to welcome you here today. If this is your first time listening, thank you for taking time to listen to this podcast. I hope that you enjoy it. I hope you will subscribe and like and tell all your friends about um, this podcast. I call it Unless the Lord, and the idea is that we would take... um, everyday situations, things that we have to deal with, and kind of put that tagline on it. But what if unless the Lord, unless the Lord were a part of this, how would we deal with it? So it's been a uh, good week here in Roswell, New Mexico. We had a real windy day yesterday. But other than that, it's been really nice. And so I decided to hit the podcast today. Um, Tomorrow, I'm going to do something kind of fun. The, The little uh, place downtown that does UFO things here in Roswell. And if, if you're not from Roswell, UFOs are clearly a big deal here in Roswell. And the company there is going to do tours of, um, the UFO stuff. So a UFO tour be about two hours long. And they asked me if I would come be a Guinea pig for that, um, event type idea that they're going to do later. So tomorrow I get to go on a UFO tour. Now I've lived in Roswell for 20 years. I uh, know a little bit about the UFO stuff. I um, obviously I've been to the museum. Um, Clearly if, if you live in a place long enough, you hear enough stories. So it'll be fun to do. I think I'm, I'm kind of excited about it because, um, I've never done anything like that. So it'll be interesting to hear all the folklore and things like that that go along with it and see the sights. Um, Either way, I'll I'll let you know how that goes next week. Uh, Last week, we talked a little bit about why are we so mad? And this week I said I would start talking about some parenting aspects, some things about parenting that that we need to know or we need to deal with. And then this last week, I... I preached a sermon um, where I uh, dealt with uh, Joshua and his call to be the the leader of the Israelite nation. 
after Moses dies. And in that passage, um, you're given several little, um, I guess, uh, promises and um, things that God does in there. And I'll just, I'll just read it to you. Um, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses aid, Moses, my servant is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, from the great river to the Euphrates, and all the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with, as I was with Moses, I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So in this passage, uh, a couple things hit me. And, and um, then I'm also reading a book by a man named Robert J. Morgan called The um, Jordan River Rules. And uh, just a really great book. And in his uh, first chapter, he talks about um, a pretty tragic situation, which when you read this passage in Joshua, you're presented with a, a bit of a tragic situation that Joshua has to deal with. And so it got me to thinking as far as parenting, um, what do you do when you get punched in the gut? So in this passage, we see that Joshua, although he may have even been preparing and planning for this moment in his life, that here he was um, seeing his mentor, friend, uh, leader die. And here he was being thrust into the midst of leadership that, that whether or not he was prepared for it, which I believe he was, um, still it was happening. And so I thought, man, as a parent, you know, What's it like to be punched in the gut? And how do we handle that situation? So today I want to talk about that. I, um, you know, there's a lot of ways to be punched in the gut as a parent. And if you're, if you're wondering what I mean by punched in the gut is you're given news um, that is surprising. Almost always bad. It's almost always bad news that um, is unexpected maybe. Or maybe you expected it, but you were kind of hopeful it wasn't true. Um, and and we get those things all, all our life. It can happen in work. Um, it can happen in marriage. It can happen in, you know, home repair bills, car repair bills. They can all be punches in the gut. But I think it's very different when it's your kids. When your child, um, either through their own fault or a fault of somebody else, has had a tragedy of some sorts and you are having to deal with that as a parent. In my life, it's happened at least a few times. Um, it's usually news um, where you just, you kind of, you sort of have to pause and let the wave rush over you a little bit as to what you just heard. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, your, your child needs surgery or, um, 
or your child has done something that's going to that's going to cost them or uh, your child is pregnant or your child's girlfriend is pregnant um you know a punch in the gut is just that it's a punch in gut it takes the wind out of you and you kind of sit back and you have to let the whole wave come over and get up out from under the water and kind of catch your breath and look around and see what needs to be done. So, so in all my times of being punched in the gut, and I'm not saying it's been a bunch, and I'm also not saying that my times are, are terrible. It's just those are moments where you are punched right in the gut and you know that, that for a moment you're, you're, you're kind of dumb, dumbstruck and then you're able to move forward. So we're going to talk today about what you can do or some some good ways for you maybe to cope with, first of all, the punch in the gut feeling, the anxiety, the stress that comes from that. And then also, how do you move forward through it um, for, for all the reasons, mostly though for your child and, and for your own health. So today I'm, I'm going to really just kind of so it's going to be kind of, I've got the three things that I'm going to say, but but it's different uh, for each thing. So the first thing I would like to tell you, you need to do when you are presented with news that um, about your ch- child that punches you in the gut, whether it's sickness, whether it's something they've done that, that causes or um, causes them pain or causes you pain, um, whether it be financial, physical, whatever. Uh, the first thing you need to do is seek forgiveness for for whatever it is. So, um, you know what? If it's something your child did to themselves, if it was bad behavior, you you have to forgive them. And I'm not just saying you have to, um, you know, you don't you don't take care of the issue, but you have to forgive them. You have to go into this with a heart of forgiveness. If it's a sickness, you have to go in with a heart of forgiveness. Um, So many times when I see people whose kids get really sick and and they're hurt, um, the parents will blame themselves. And um, so when I say go into it with forgiveness, I mean, you either have to forgive yourself, your child, another person, um, a thing, maybe even God. You have to go into it with a sense of forgiveness and acceptance that moving forward, um, this is going to be your attitude. So uh, the first thing you do is you go in with a sense of forgiveness. You forgive immediately. And I know that's really hard. I know that's tough. Um, When I've had moments where I'm seeing something that I don't want to see, hearing something that I don't want to hear, forgiveness is not the thing that pops up. In fact, It's usually the last thing, but what I'm telling you is that the only way to get through the situation, whatever it is, is to have forgiveness. Okay. So first, the first thing you do when you get punched in the gut is you forgive. All right. Think of it as if somebody actually punched you in the gut for no good reason. The Bible says, turn the other cheek. So, so there you go. You're, you're not going to punch back. You're not going to come out swinging. You're going to forgive. You're going to you're going to do what you can to love um, love the person so that you can move forward, that you can continue to move in a 
forward direction even after you've been gut punched. So first, you're going to forgive. Second, you're going to look for what the results are. And I, I say that because so many times when we're faced with tragic situations, we immediately go, how could it be? What could happen instead of just going, where are we now? So um, live in the present. I would tell you that with a lot of things, but when you're punched in the gut with tragic news or um, a situation that, that is not exactly what you wanted, after you forgive, remember that there is a present situation that needs to be dealt with. Um, for instance, when, when I received, um, when I, when I received notice that I needed a new roof, um, I didn't, I didn't like go into the future and figure out what that looked like. I lived in the present and said, okay, what needs to be done right now? When, when I found out my, that my wife lost her job several, several years ago, um, what I didn't need to do was worry about the future. What I, what I needed to do was live in that present moment. I had to forgive who had treated her wrong and I had to figure out what I needed to do at that moment. So many times we miss the present being too focused on what could happen or what did happen. So live in the present. So you're going to forgive whatever that looks like. Okay, that's a, that's a tough one because are you forgiving a thing? Are you forgiving God? Um, and I think it's okay to forgive God. I'm Sometimes we get mad at God. Sometimes we blame God. Now, I don't think we have the right to blame God, but my point is sometimes we do. You know, and, and so as we get to that point, we forgive and then we live in the present. What needs to be done? What has to be done to get through right now? And then finally, um, we look forward to the future um, to make sure we have a plan. So you're going to plan for the future. So let's say, for instance, you know, I'll use um, I'll use an unexpected pregnancy. Um, I've never, can you believe it? I have six children. None of them were unexpected. All very expected. Um, when you when you come into a situation like that. Um, you, if you can forgive, right? I think sometimes I was watching a um, TV show the other night um, and the lady found out she was pregnant and she, her first reaction was she blamed her husband. That's really not a bad thing to blame. Clearly they were involved, um, but she blamed him and said, this is what he wanted. And then um, in that blame, she, she sort of was angry at her husband. And, and I think after, you know, at the end of the movie, there was some, some healing, but I think in that situation, you forgive regardless. I mean, if you weren't trying to have a baby, you, you forgive that you weren't trying. And then at the present, what's needed, you know, she made doctor's appointments and in the future, what's needed, you have to prepare for a new baby. So unexpected or expected, you still have to do the same things. Maybe you don't have to forgive when it's expected. Um, 
But I think at the moment, you have to constantly be willing to plan for the future. What's that look like? In my wife's situation, when she lost her job, there was the tragedy of the loss and the forgiveness that took place there. There was the present, what needs to be done right now. My wife needed comfort. She needed me to be um, a supporter, an encourager. And then what did the future look like? Where was she going to work? How was I going to support that in the near future and in the future a long ways away? This was a long time ago. My point is, is that those three things get you through it. And then there's a fourth thing that I'm going to just, just kind of, just kind of blow out there. But I think it's also important is that when you get gut punched and you forgive and you live in the present and you plan for the future, when you get to that future plan and you notice that as things are most of the time, not all the time, that everything is okay and that, um, life can still go on, you celebrate it. Because you see, many times when we get punched in the gut, it's not just because we got punched in the gut, but it's for our growth. And we will grow through that. And we will reach a point where we can celebrate the moment as hurtful and as damaging as it was. We can celebrate the moment knowing that in the knowing that now as we look back, but look where I am now. That's what we can do. Look where I am now. So I don't, you know, I'm not going to minimize it. Maybe you're here. Maybe you're listening today and you've just been punched in the gut. Something happened. Maybe you, maybe your, maybe your significant other decided they're, they're done and they left. Maybe your child wrecked a car. Maybe um, your, your mom or your dad is, is in a hospital bed. If you can look at it through the lens of these three things of first of all, forgiveness, whatever that looks like, whoever needs to be forgiven, it could be you forgiving yourself, whatever that looks like, lead with forgiveness, live in the present. What can you do about it right now? I think about this with my, with my parents. Because I live in Roswell, New Mexico, which is about 1,500 miles away from where my parents live. So if, if my mom or dad has a major medical emergency that they, are, that they do not live through, it is very likely that I will not be able to fly up there fast enough to see them before they pass away. Now, I could in that moment be like, well, I'm mad at myself. I shouldn't be living here, you know, but, but that's why I'm telling you, you have to lead with forgiveness. Whatever that forgiveness looks like, lead with it. Live in the present. What can you do? If, if I can't fly up, if I can't get there, what can I do? Can I make a phone call? Can I do a FaceTime call, even though it will hurt and maybe they can't talk to me? Um, can I? Um, most of all, um, in that situation, what do I need to do for my family? How quick do I need to get up there for my family? And then third, you know, plan for the future. What, what do I need to do tomorrow, the next day, over the next six months, as we move through and forward through this? 
And then four, at the end, don't forget to celebrate. Because even in the in the case of, of me talking about my parents, I, I believe both of my parents are going to heaven. So, so if something happens and there's a present, there's a sadness, there's forgiveness, and there's a plan for the future, but in that future, there, there needs to be a celebration of life. There needs to be a celebration of, of, of that moment. So guys, everybody gets punched in the gut. There's nobody that's listening to this right now that has, has never been surprised by bad news, maybe even good news that, that isn't perfect. Um, we all get punched in the gut. It's part of life to be surprised. So hopefully the next time you get punched in the gut, you can remember these three things. Remember to forgive, remember to be present, and remember to look forward to the future. And then finally, remember to celebrate. Because if the Lord is is in your acts, if the Lord is in being punched in the gut, then he's got a really good plan on it. All right, guys. Uh, that was a, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you, you can find ways to implement it in your life. I hope you don't have to implement it too much. Um, but I will see you next week. Uh, my book, if you haven't picked it up, you can go to Amazon. You can go to Barnes & Noble. You can go to any place you buy books retail, and you may get my book for $14.95 from those sites. I'm looking at doing some book signings here in Roswell, and am also looking at a couple other places to advertise it. So um, if you want a copy, go there. Uh, if you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you um, let people know you like it and invite all of your friends. Guys, I hope you go through this week without a punch in the gut. And remember to always ask, is the Lord in this? Because unless the Lord is in it, there is no good. All right, guys, see you next week.